0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, March twentieth, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The Federal Reserve's balance sheet has taken another hit after some aggressive moves to spur activity in credit markets to get those dollars moving through the economy faster. But is the Fed setting up a choice between another recession and runaway inflation in the coming months and years? Jim Dorn, Cato's Vice President for Academic Affairs, comments.
1: What the Fed did uh, was decided to inject about another trillion dollars uh, into the economy over the next uh, several months, uh, including the purchase for the first time of long-term treasury securities, uh, two-year and 10-year notes, uh, uh, with the purpose of actually reducing the interest rates on long-term notes and actually, therefore, uh, decreasing rates on consumer loans and uh, mortgages. So that, that's what they want to do. What, whether this will actually occur is, is another thing. Because once people expect inflation, uh, with the Fed increasing the money supply, because basically what the Fed's doing is they're going to print money to buy bonds. Uh, they're going to monetize a debt, in other words. Uh, this is typically inflationary. Uh, once people expect the inflation to occur, uh, interest rates, instead of going down, could well go up. And this would have a negative impact on economic growth, not a positive impact.
0: Is the Fed still dealing with what it sees as a
1: liquidity issue? The Fed is worried about deflation. And they think that if deflation were to occur it could lead to a situation that we had during the Great Depression, where people actually, instead of spending, are going to accumulate more and more cash balances, and this will have a negative impact on the overall economy. Uh, Bernanke is very afraid of that happening. Uh, the demand for money to hold has increased dramatically, which means a decrease in velocity, as economists call it. Uh, and this uh, means basically that uh, you could have falling in prices. But What occurred during the Great Depression was a sharp decrease in the money supply by over a third in a very short period of time. Uh, Instead, what's happening now is the Fed's expanding its balance sheet. In fact, the balance sheet uh, doubled from about a year ago and will double again by year end. Uh, So we don't have that type of situation in in this particular case. And the real risk, I believe, is inflation, not deflation.
0: And given how much cash uh, banks are holding how much cash uh, the Fed is printing, what are the possible scenarios uh, going forward over the next two years as the economy uh, begins to turn around?
1: Well, the reason we haven't seen inflation yet uh, is because the uh, banks have been holding a lot of excess reserves. Uh, This is basically to protect themselves against these toxic assets uh, and because uh, they're very uncertain with respect to counterparties. But if the Fed keeps pumping up the money supply at some point, uh, this will be released into the flow of spending and prices will rise. Uh, they're already rising, but at a very, very slow rate. So we don't have deflation uh, as such. Uh, deflation means a sustained decrease in the level of prices. Uh, and that's not going to happen with this huge increase in, in, in money and, and eventually credit. So I think we have to be extremely cautious, and, and, and Bernanke is aware of this, and he, he knows that he needs an exit strategy to prevent this. But what happens when the Federal Market Committee starts to raise interest rates? Uh, then at, at that point, instead of having a stimulus to the economy, uh, rates might have to go up significantly to prevent inflation. Uh, and to make this exit strategy work. And at that point, uh, we could get back into serious economic difficulties.
0: As the economy turns around and the Federal Reserve begins to have to pull back to uh, take this money back out uh, of the economy, what is the likely uh, response from uh, those people holding all of the uh, U.S.
1: debt? Well, the holders of the U.S. debt have to worry about inflation. Uh, So the problem is going to arise even before Bernanke has an exit strategy, because if the Chinese, for example, uh, one of the largest holders of uh, U.S. government debt, uh, anticipates future inflation, uh, they're going to be much less anxious to hold U.S. government debt, and that'll put pressure on U.S. interest rates. So while the Fed's trying to reduce long-run interest rates, if China and other holders of our long-term debt uh, decide to accumulate that debt at a slower rate, uh, that's going to have upward pressure on interest rates. When Bernanke does exit, uh, interest rates will be pushed up even further, and that'll have a drag on on US uh, economic growth. Now, I I think what we have to look at is the fact that real economic growth depends upon institutional changes, it depends upon lower marginal tax rates to encourage savings and investment, it depends upon a a well-educated labor force And it depends upon the rule of law and protection of private property rights. Under Obama's administration, tax rates are going to be going up, especially on the rich, not down. Uh, And as as a consequence, we can't simply just print money and and pretend that that's going to so-called stimulate the economy over the long run. It won't do that. Uh, Ultimately, you'll get a very high inflation rate and lower economic growth rates. So... What is the administration going to do with respect to creating real economic growth? Uh, That's a real question mark. And with huge deficits uh, forecast, uh, fiscal deficits forecast, with a weaker dollar, uh, and with China not willing to hold as as much U.S. debt, uh, the backstop is the Fed. And the Fed has now, through this uh, change in its uh, policymaking, decided to purchase long-term government debt. Uh, They haven't done this for a long period. We used to have, after World War II, the the government did this to peg interest rates. So what it's doing is trying to peg long-run interest rates now um, and keeping the real rate of interest lower than it otherwise would be. But that's how we got into this whole mess in the first place. Uh, So this doesn't seem to me to be a a wise long-run policy
0: Jim Dorn is the Cato Institute's Vice President for Academic Affairs and editor of Cato Journal. You can read the full journal at cato.org.